Welcome to Schooled. I'm Patrick. And I'm Christopher. And this is our promo for our podcast. Every Wednesday, I'll give my dad a science topic. He will try to guess what it is, and then I'll tell him if he's right or wrong in further detail. And every Friday, the roles will be reversed with me explaining a topic on animals to my son. Now we're going to give you a little teaser on what an average episode would be like. So, Christopher, what's our topic for today? <clears throat> well, today we're talking about neutrinos. Neutrinos? Uh, do you buy those in the grocery store? <laughs> what are neutrinos exactly? Um, they're a subatomic particle. A subatomic particle? Yes, like an electron or muon. Okay, and what, what do, do we use those for anything? No, but they're cool, so that's why we research them. Why do you think they're cool? So, normal matter messes with normal matter. Like if I were to slap, but a neutrino just passes through matter most of the time. Passes through matter? Yes. Entirely doesn't react like with Like a superhero? It just moves right through walls? I think a ghost would have been a better rep- representation. Okay, a ghost? Alright. But, right. but um, obviously if they did that 100% of the time, we wouldn't know they existed. So, one in ten trillion neutrinos will react with one atom. Why does it react with one atom? Okay, so uh, imagine just just picture. Wait, them. is this is this an image of neutrinos? Yes, but Matt. So, the sun at any given moment, usually, unless something happens, emits ten trillion neutrinos that pass through the Earth. Now, oh. one of those neutrinos... Wait, wait, wait. So there are neutrinos going through me right now? Yes. Okay. So, one neutrino out of those 10 trillion will react with a piece of matter. And the only reason it reacts is because it has up to one trillionth of a trillionth of energy. Less than any other neutrino. So only the slowest neutrinos... Yes, but if you're comparing a neutrino to a neutrino, it's... It, 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 you wouldn't be able to see a difference, but it's still less energy. So it's not like me running against using bolt. It's like using bolt on a bad day running against using bolt. Yes. Okay. So why why did the slow ones react to? <clears throat> so picture a normal atom in its nuclei, right? Okay. You know what a nuclei is, right? Yeah. Okay. And then picture just, we're just going to use an electron as an observant tool for a neutrino. So okay. picture an electron, but it's okay. a neutrino. So when the neutrino, nearly as fast as light, passes by the electron, uh, passes by the atom, usually nothing will happen because it's going so fast. But rarely, when there's those slow neutrinos, when it passes by, it will emit a either M boson or Z boson, but the different type doesn't matter about this topic, so we're just going to call them a weak boson. We're going to combine them. So when this happens, the neutrino will uh, send out a weak boson. Okay. Now this weak boson has significantly less energy than a neutrino. Okay. And is alive for it's alive for such a small amount of time we don't have a measurement for it. And because of that, it passes a distance equivalent to one one-thousandth of an electron. Okay. So the distance is really short. Right. Now, this boson, when it hits a nuclei, it disrupts it and can send out either all of the protons or neutrons 
or just some of them. And so, that, so what do you mean? It's like it's like almost like a bowling strike. Yes, like bowling. So when this weak boson hits the nuclei, it disrupts it. It can mess with its field. It can hit it out just by kinetic energy. But either way, we detect the disruption, not the weak boson or the neutrino itself. So going back to the bowling analogy, we detect the pins moving, but not the actual ball. Yes. Huh, that's interesting. Now, what, what do we use those for? Like what kind of, why do we research them? What could we use those for? So because uh, neutrinos pass generally through every object, like every object, it can usually get to a distance first than light. While it is slower than light, light has to, light will hit objects. Light okay. reacts with stuff. If you have a thousand light years of solid steel, the neutrino will get through it faster than the light. And this helps us because we can predict or know when certain events are going to happen before the actual proof of it actually gets to us. Crazy. Yeah, so if we, if a, just as an example, a star exploded a couple billion light years away, we would detect the neutrinos before we detected the light. So, oh, so we would actually detect pins and stuff falling over before we actually see the light from the bowling ball. Yes. Kind of like, kind of like that kind of thing. So we, we feel the effect before we see it yes. almost. Man, that's, that's crazy. That's pretty cool. Um, anything else interesting about neutrinos um i still think it sounds like a granola bar or something but go ahead <laughs> how does it sound like a granola bar i don't neutrino ha ah, i'm gonna go get a neutrino i feel like i need fiber today okay but uh so neutrinos are released just as like an extra fact neutrinos are released naturally by stars but a absurd like large amount of them like hundreds of thousands of times more than 10 trillion can be released when a star explodes. When a star explodes. Yeah, so if the convection were to win on a neutron star, an infinite number of neutrinos could be released. Okay, so I mean, like, what are the, what are the uh, applications we could possibly use this research for? I mean, is there anything we could actually harness this for? I mean, could we use it for teleportation or something? I mean... Uh, not... Not at our given technology level. We don't really have a direct benefit to having them, but they're still a cool thing to know about. All right, so is that all you got for me yep. for the promo? Mm -hmm. All right, so uh, check us out here on School uh, Podcast. Um, we got a website. We'll let you guys know about that later. Uh, so cr next time, Christopher's probably going to go into more depth about uh, another topic, and then uh, the episode after that, I'm going to hit him up with some animal facts. All right. All right. Thanks for listening.